Okay, if you love The Office, 30 Rock, and Parks and Rec... And really, who doesn't? Well, you need to check out Trial and Error. Ooh, they're calling this show a murder mystery wrapped up in a comedy. Mm-hmm. Witty, smart, hilarious, John Lithgow starring as a man who looks pretty guilty. Okay, check out this clip from the show. Where were you the night Margaret was murdered? I went to get gardening supplies. Fantastic. I'm sure they have security video. One shovel, one tarp, and let's throw in this ski mask. <laughs> Trial and Error <laughs> premieres after The Voice tonight on NBC. Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome to an all-new Imposters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're breaking down Season 1, Episode 6, titled The Maddie Code. We are really starting to love this show. We have a lot to say, so please stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Secret Agent Man Secret Agent Man Hello again our beautiful beautiful after buzzers thank you so much for tuning in to another Imposters After Show at After Buzz TV and listening to our terrible singing um, and I'm including you in the booth there Neil I am your host Sam Davidson you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamB43 and I'm joined by these two lovely ladies please introduce ourselves yourselves let us know where we can find you on social media hey guys I'm Allie Nasta you can find me on Twitter at Allie Nasta and on Instagram at Allie Girl hi I'm Mina you can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes magic and of course you guys can follow after buzz tv at after buzz tv on all social media platforms use the hashtag abtv imposters we love talking to you guys so much all you know comments tweets so please keep them coming um overall i know last week we really thought that like there was a fire put under the show like it was ignited Mm -hmm. and are we thinking it's continuing oh definitely yes I feel like at the at the end of this episode, it was totally got my like my like brain rolling. Like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what could happen now. I'm super excited to see where the season's going to take us. Not that I wasn't before, but I feel like we have more of a reason to that to be invested now. And this show does such a good job of always leaving us on cliffhangers every single episode, and I think that's why. You know, we get so excited to see the start of a new episode is because where it ends. Yes. Intentionally. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and so there's Carlota Lee in the chat. Her mind is blown. No one saw it coming. I don't care what some of you people on Twitter are saying. <sighs> but I did. Yeah, Sam did. Sam called she it. She called it. I, back I, at previous episodes. Yeah, I, I did call it. And I'm so, I literally screamed in the studio. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, because you said, I think that he's conning her. Mm-hmm. And that's what you like. You totally had it. And, How do like, you know that though? What at what point were you? Because thinking I watched so much television <laughs> um, that I understand the minds of characters. I mean, yeah, just like from knowing story and being a writer, there needs to be another kind of like with this kind of show. It's like ooh, surprise, 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 surprise. Then the surprises stop, and it's mid season. It can't plateau right. like that. There has to be a bigger one on top of it all. So, I guess that's how I figured it out. And it has to be an opposing force to Maddie. Like, yeah. someone that can counteract what she's doing yes. or be smarter than her. And we got to see the characters all really interact with each other, which I'm so glad they did. And like I said, I think it could have happened sooner. Mm-hmm. But this is great. We have another four episodes left, and the, they're all interacting together. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I thought that Ezra really stood out to me in this episode because he seems to be the only one with his senses, even when he did have the one-on-one time with Maddie, a.k.a. Saffron, in the dance, um, when they danced um, at her birthday party. I felt as if he was the only one kind of retreating the most from who she was as, um, 
Ava rather than Maddie. He's really understanding that was not a person that you are now. And I feel as if Robbie and Jules kind of still see her as this person. And I think you even pointed yeah. something out in the middle of the episode. You're like, Ezra's the only person that refers to Saffron as Maddie and they were um, yeah. Richie he, and yeah. referring. Alice and, well, they were calling her Alice and that's what Richie called her. Jules was calling her Cece. Yeah. But yeah, let's get into the three musketeers. I have found it because they said it. Yes. And, you know, we were like the trio, but no, the three musketeers. Um, so, you know, at the beginning of the episode, we end where we, we start right where we ended. Yeah. And Maddie's there and she asks to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, you fools are going to let her go to the bathroom? Yeah. She's going to run. I was thinking run. that too. I was like, you, you took all this time to find her. And the minute she's like, let me go, you're like, okay, okay sure, go ahead. Yeah, like, go oh, ahead. so sorry, your bladder. That's so <laughs> like, sad. <laughs> But she goes and vomits. I mean, I think this is all a first for her. Yeah. I, I kind of doubt she's ever been found by even one yeah. person, no, yeah. let alone three together. Well, and it kind of seems like she's still on the early side of her career. It seems as if these were only the three people that she's done so far. You um, think? There could be more, but I felt as if she was so young, just the way that Sally and Max referred to her. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of saw that flashback of Sally and Max doing things on their own. I think maybe Saffron's been around for five years, so maybe there's been one or two more people before them. Yeah. But I think maybe. this is more new. Do we know exactly how old she is? Is that something I've missed? Well, I mean, well, we're saying someone, 30. Yeah, but when is someone really born? <laughs> what? Yeah. When is someone born? Remember, that's oh. what Jules said. She's yeah. like, when is someone born? Is it when they first come out of the womb, or is it when Cause I was they thinking, meet a new person? Like, each new person is a new birth? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but I feel like maybe she's around, like, 26 or 27. I don't think she's actually 30. I don't think she is either. Mm. Okay. But I'm just trying to think in terms of she seems... putting all the pieces together, but... Late um, 20s. And... Well, let's talk about the Three Musketeers, kind of, yeah. and they are now have this bonding thing. They're in a hotel room together. They're mm-hmm. all staying there, and they're eating frozen food, and they just, they, Jules and Richie specifically freaked out of, about seeing her, and like you just said, you know, Ezra is the only one that called her Maddie. He gets it. He is on point, and he's ready to get what he needs to get. I mean, I think he's still fooling himself, yeah. and it hasn't hit him yet, like it's hit the other two, that this yeah. is her. Yeah. And she is, like, the love that we had was fake. hmm But, you know, it was, it was really sad, but Ezra is the one that puts things into action because, you know, we see him, they're doing a stakeout, the three of them. It's literally the Three Stooges, too. Yeah. It's amazing, and I am loving Jules' character, first of all. Yes, she has such a great comic relief to the show. Even when it's a serious moment, she's just got a really intriguing... She's just drunk. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. she's drunk the whole time. No, but I think that just her, like, as an actress, um, I think that her sense of humor is a really uh, good light in the the terms of the two guys with Richie and Ezra. She just kind of pulls them in. It's, It's cute. And Carlotta Lee in the chat says, I seem like a family now. Yeah, they definitely do. I actually, um, I'm glad that uh, Carlotta brought that up because at the end when they gave each other a hug, Richie mm-hmm. and Ezra, I kind of felt like they both were like the brother that the other one never had. Mm-hmm. Because Ezra has a brother, but right. they have they He's don't have a good a relationship. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. What do you think, Mina? No, yeah, definitely. But uh, about his brother, Ezra's brother, Josh, when he called him twice during the party, I mean... After the first time, I knew that was intentionally put in there for a reason, that it was going to be something important, and just to find out that his dad had a heart attack, I feel like 
it almost changes things in the sense that if something bad does happen to his dad, and, like, God forbid he's no longer there, then he can't really be blackmailed by Max in yeah. the same way he could be if his dad was alive. I Okay, let, I'm going to wait to save this stuff until the end because I feel mm-hmm. like we might have a way out of this scary situation. Yes. But let's talk about this party. Yeah. First of all, I love it when TV shows have, like, events or parties. Yeah. Because it always goes wrong. Yeah. And it's, like, you're a guest that has no responsibility and is just sitting there watching, eating popcorn. Yeah. And that's exactly what this was. It totally was. And, and there's just, I mean, there were so many layers to the party, too. Jesus. Yeah. So And, like, so many people loved it. I loved how I think uh, Patrick had said... Oh, uh, it was a surprise for Matt. No, it was something oh. with like they're so. I'm just so excited to have everybody who loves so much love for one person in the room. That's what it was. Yeah, and I just thought that was really great because obviously, yeah. And I wonder now that we know he's an FBI. I wonder if that was like a tactic. Like, oh yeah, there's so much love for one person in the room. So well, I, I was thinking that. I was thinking after we we saw the surprise. I was thinking, does he know who these people are? He must know, because yep. if he knows that, that Saffron or that Maddie is a con artist, he must know that that really wasn't her brother to begin with. So everything he did, uh, in retrospect, must have been planned when he's like, oh, I didn't know you had a brother. Like, well, it was a way of, you know, breaking her down a bit and trying to get her to talk and say things, <laughs> give him information in a way. It's so great, and it's so funny, because they did a good job. They did fool me for a moment, mm-hmm. but just like this, his sis, quote-unquote sister, Patrick's sister, mm-hmm. tried to seduce Jules. Yeah. She's part of the FBI, too. So she knew right. she knew Jules was a lesbian and targeted her in that way. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. I didn't even put that together. Wait, who knew? Uh, Patrick's quote-unquote sister, because at the end when we see him go to the FBI and he's Mm -hmm. a part of the FBI, his sister Mm -hmm. is the one that's there in the elevator waiting for him with another FBI badge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and she, you know, hit on... Was targeting Jules. Was targeting Jules. I didn't even think about that. I don't remember her interaction with Jules You don't remember? They were at the bar. No, it was... Yeah, yeah oh, okay, they were okay, at the okay. bar drinking together. Yeah, yeah. I, it's kind of like, yeah. I like, like the way you smell. Don't leave. Yeah, he's yeah. like, Dad, don't leave the bar unlocked or whatever she said to Richie when he walked away. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Uh, but we got so many other great things in the party. First of which is um, just in general, Richie being introduced as the bartender. Here's Ezra, here's Jules, his quote unquote girlfriend. Yeah. And then here's Richie, the bartender, and Maddie, Saffron, Alice, uh, whatever the f- uh, what, what, whatever yeah. we want to call her. Ava. Uh, <laughs> she is, I mean, that, and she has this huge smile on her face, and yeah. it is like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's just crazy, because she's forced to talk to all these people, and I think that she's just so used to leaving and never having to see them again, mm-hmm. so she's kind of had this redundant way of blocking them out and blocking those emotions and those feelers and I think that this was just kind of one of those times where she was not realizing how she would feel with all the different interactions she made with everybody so I I like because you saw her get a little emotional with each person because I think she thought to herself you know once every time she stepped away from these people Mm -hmm. she just blocked it out and was like moving on but now that she's having to face these it was like she was having to like go through these steps of like Ghosts of Christmas Past and like meet all like re meet these characters mm-hmm. and each one of them was just a strange interaction. Jules yeah. the most because it didn't really they didn't say much. 
Well, Jules is like the most mysterious so far. Yeah, and I still want to know what Jules's thing is that she doesn't want everyone to know about. Like, what is yeah. the thing that I'm you sure know we'll Max knows out. about her? I'm sure we will. Yeah. Let's talk about each of their individual interactions, yes. and that's I think why this episode is called the Maddie Pact. And you know, it was they had rules, and Ezra is the first one. He dances with her. She asks her brother to dance with him. And, you know, you see these moments between them. They're looking at each other. And yeah. it was, like, sexy. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's not... If anybody in the room, they'd be like, aren't they a little too close it for comfort? Seem, yeah, it doesn't seem like a brother-sister relationship. But back to your point in the very beginning, when you were when both of you actually were saying that he sees her as Maddie, that was one of the moments that he specifically voiced that to her. Like, I saw Maddie inside of Ava because she asked him do you just like remember Ava do you miss Ava he's like no I saw I saw Maddie I know who Maddie is even when you were Ava so she she noticed in him a huge change where she's like you don't even seem like Ezra and it's true like we we have seen a progression with his character he does seem to be like you know a bit more grounded a bit more resourceful now as opposed to before he was a bit more naive in the very beginning he was a bit more trusting now he's almost thinking as you know a chess grandmaster planning his steps you know yeah. five times ahead of time and making sure he doesn't let emotions get in the way of what he really wants like he still is kind enough to not want to mess this up for her yeah and i think he's gained confidence yeah definitely and it's like almost as though he has been so nice his whole life, mm-hmm. Ezra. And I think the video that she left him really kind of stuck with him. And it's one of those things where you know what your faults are deep down. Yeah. But you don't want to admit it to yourself and no one else can talk about it. Mm-hmm. I think in her video, leaving him said, you know, I did this to you because you were too nice. And I hope you won't let someone do this to you again. I hope you've like she yeah. she seemed she felt a little bit bad it seemed in the video and again she didn't leave a video for anybody else nor did she necessarily blackmail them but then we'll get into max having blackmail on all of them but i think that maddie perhaps was falling for ezra back then too right just like kind of like the patrick situation yeah and she felt she needed to give him some kind of explanation whereas the others she just pieced yeah she even said um well, we'll get into Richie, but just really quick, there's a piece where she was like, oh, gosh, he's so ridiculous or something. She doesn't, they didn't have that connection that Ezra and, um, Ezra and Maddie or Ava have. Yeah. But also, too, something that Ezra kind of, that whole interaction was strange because she definitely knows how to make them all, like, tick and almost give in. Because I felt like she was even conning him when they were dancing to, with each other. Even yeah. though she doesn't have to con them anymore, mm-hmm. she was kind of using that, like, sly that slyness to kind yeah. of bring him in. Ezra mentioned him in. that. Ezra mentioned you're giving me the look that you give me to show me that you get something that only you and I could possibly get. Or something like that. Yeah. Oh. So when he was uh yeah, when she was looking at Patrick. Yeah. 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 And yeah. he's she's, you know, I am not the guy you thought I was and I've changed and she's like, Yes you did. And I think in a way she almost wanted him to say Yes, it's you. Uh, what does he call her? Uh, her name was Ava. Ava. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah, it's Ava that I missed. Like the other two did. Right. right. But he said, even the, from the beginning in the first scene in the diner, that it he sees someone else. Yeah. But the other two said they see their love right in her. But he goes, no, I see, I see somebody else besides her. 
Yeah, that's so crazy. And I feel like that's, um, we can get into that in predictions, but I think that's another thing that you predicted <laughs> that's, like, coming to fruition. Because you said something about how, like, it's going to be Ezra, and I feel like, like right? Yeah, I think? yeah. I mean, it could be that, the, I did say that, and it could be that the story started with him and, like, that was the yeah. inciting incident, but I don't think so. Yeah. And I think that we're seeing him kind of grow into somebody, and she want her, it was almost like she was testing him when yeah, they were dancing. And, no, definitely. Yeah, and he was like, no, I Ava is nobody. This mm-hmm. is Maddie. Yeah. And he hates her. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does not have um, the liking for her anymore. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Richie and oh Maddie. First of all, I just want to say, before they even had their interaction, he was just, like, his smile is so cute. <laughs> his character and the way he portrays it, there's just this, like really innocent charm to him and even though he's kind of supposed to be that football player player guy i feel like he's just innocent and sweet oh god that's what they all want you to think that smile yeah, though i don't think he's innocent but, I, but he, he, really he has a heart he's no he's endearing he's endearing but, but he's getting back innocent. to their thing i just thought that he was super cute but it was a little really not a little very very creepy <laughs> this whole wig situation <laughs> and i called it i literally when he's when he gave her the bag i knew it was a blonde wig I kept calling him like it's gonna be a wig it's gonna be a wig yeah because he said he needed a closure so I was thinking they're gonna do something weird (laughs) right now it was so strange it was because you know we at this point because Jules is so drunk yeah think that she is the one that has truly lost it but no (laughs) it's Richie who low-key has been carrying a blonde wig around (laughs) with him what and even Ezra said you really did that I never questioned where he got the wig from either. I like, I, I never thought, okay, did he just like get it? I think it was behind the her? bar and he brought it. Yeah, he, he brought definitely it. did. It was like something he's had in like his closet. <laughs> At first I said, I was is like, oh my God. Is it her blonde wig? Well, mm. I don't think so. I think maybe he bought it and he's been yeah. holding on to it where he would have that right moment to get this redemption back. Wear this. Yeah. Um, no, I think he probably hid it behind the bar and was just keeping it and just stashing it secretly secretively mm-hmm. but i think that when he gave it to her and even the other two said did you give her the wig it was like it's been talked about <laughs> and he promised he wouldn't do it mm-hmm. <laughs> and he did do you think that there are security cameras in the house because he's in the fbi and they can go back to the tapes and record the party and see what's going on at the party probably but my big question is why are they targeting them their victims yeah i was i was wondering that too but the only reason i would think they would target them is because of oh i was thinking in terms of ezra because of his company so they would need to get him but other than that i'm i'm on the same boat i don't i don't know i don't i mean maybe that's it's easier to get to the doctor through maddie but my question is what does the doctor have against someone in the fbi well, he doesn't know he's in the FBI. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't think... I think that... But how would their paths have even crossed Because in the, the FBI. FBI targeted them. Yeah. And the they FBI found... targeted who? Uh, like the doctor... Targeted, Pat, yeah. it, they targeted Saffron, Maddie. Like, they targeted her. I said when they met, oh, was, how fortuitous. Like, they just happened to meet randomly, and I don't think she was... Tar- At first, I thought she was targeting him. And then I said, no, it's weird. Maybe he was targeting her, because yeah. he just kept on talking about how he's rich independently, and, You're like, right. not a lot of explanation, and... And, then, like, she saw that, and her eyes started, like, glowing. Like, oh, yeah. now you're someone that I could either, one, be with, or two you know, do something 
terrible too with the whole doctor thing Mm -hmm. yeah it was a little too good to be true Mm -hmm. also yeah all of his except i I fell for it easily oh me too definitely no but you you kind of had your your whereabouts you were worried i know that's one of my problems like i know but i just keep on going (laughs) (laughs) maybe i'm wrong just like just like richie he's journeying he's journeying and he wants to go on this journey alone (laughs) (laughs) but he doesn't yeah oh random question does anyone ever see some kind of sexual vibes between uh richie and jules well, okay, so I kind of have seen that, but I've also seen that I've between seen Ezra, Ezra and, and Jules. Jules. Yeah. See, I don't see it between Ezra and Jules, but with Richie and Jules specifically, I don't know, I think they might do it and then be, like, gross. <gasps> I felt I felt something with Ezra and Jules, for sure. Oh, I never saw that one. I saw that one when they were, like, canoodling on the, um, the, like, there was, like, a love sack in her apartment, and they were just getting to know each other. Yeah, and, I, and like I thought that that was them like kind of flirting, and I thought I saw a bond between them. But I also see it with Richie and her too. So maybe, maybe Jules is just undeniable. Yeah, she. I mean, I'm a big fan of hers now. Like <laughs> I, I really her. like that character. She went crazy this episode. I mean, she alcohol is not good for Jules. We've established that. Yes, and as we saw, Max did come to the rescue. I'm like, you know what, dude? You're not that scary. You were just eating a weed yeah. brownie, literally. <laughs> is with that what a, he was eating? He there was a marijuana leaf sticker on the Tupperware, oh. and he's like, "Don't know. I'm so excited for oh my this." Gosh, I totally missed that. The <laughs> thing is, how was he able to like break Richie's hands? He literally just got yeah, him in a, in a weird a like finger. martial arts move and like snapped it oh, to he's intimidate. He's clearly been him. in this industry for a while. <laughs> yeah, he has some secrets, and, and he's just like way too ch- like. I don't know. He's way too chill about this whole thing. Yeah. And also, this woman that he apparently kind of loved might just, be dead, and it's just... He's just like, oh, sorry, writing her off. Where's he Lenny just, Cohen? I want to know where she's at. Yeah. She's still with Sally. That's true. Yeah, she's probably... I'm surprised she didn't get back. involved with this. I'm sure she will. Like, I'm sure we'll see her in the next couple episodes chasing after the... The, what is it? The Three Musketeers? Yes, the Three Musketeers. Uh, mm. Again, let's touch on Maddie and Patrick before we know who Patrick is, right? Yeah. I mean, before we, I knew he was an FBI agent, I was just thinking how much they were falling for each other, and I thought, wow. But I, I before I thought, wow, this is great, I did question when he was doing the birthday speech about how he was in love and how it's, and I was just thinking, it's only been two weeks. How are oh, that's you, why you asked. One, yeah, yeah. Said, okay, so it's been two weeks since they've been together, and he's already saying he loves her in front of a, like, a large group of people. He's throwing her birthday parties with people she doesn't even know. It's all of his friends. And then he had fireworks for her. I'm like, jeez, this man falls quick. So, like, that kind of, like, threw my radar, kind of like, what's going on here? Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you have seen The Bachelor, but, <laughs> you know, it's like Corinne. She must have a platinum vagine. It is... There's something about this girl, but it, there is something about her. Corinne is so entertaining. Oh, God, she is. Say. I mean, only if Maddie could be Corinne. That is, <laughs> that's the goal in life, I think. <laughs> Love Corinne. Yes. But she is so special to everybody. But this, we didn't really see the courtship with the other three yeah. people. We just knew it happened fast. Yeah. And it has been happening fast with this dude, uh, Patrick. But I thought to myself, it he was... He seemed skeptical, and then he kind of threw himself back in. And the real question is, is he Maddie? Like, is he another 
FBI. He's an FBI guy, but he could he have be having feelings for her? Right. Like he's kind of in the same boat where he's got to like crack this case, but at the same time he's falling for her. Yeah. I could totally see that happening. I feel as if the emotions seem really genuine, but at the same time, I mean, maybe he's just so good at what he does. Yeah, but like she is. Yeah, but I mean, and I also thought that this whole um, uh, trip to go away, you could see Maddie's eyes was thinking, this is a way for me to get out of the doctor's sight without him knowing where we go. And so I thought that was kind of going to be, in, before we found out he was an FBI agent, I thought that was going to be where she's going to open up to Patrick mm-hmm. and kind of give him a little bit more like synopsis of who she is and what she's doing in terms of the fact that she now would be in a place that the doctor technically wouldn't know where she was. Mm-hmm. But the doctor knows yeah. all. But also, too, what confuses me about that is that if he knows everything of everybody's whereabouts, how did he not know that Patrick was in the FBI? Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, Richie, Richie, Richie found, found him so, so well. Quickly. And so, or so, yeah, so fast. And then it's just kind of like, that. that's the one piece that I'm kind of trying to figure out how these all intertwine and connect with each other. Maybe he doesn't see, or maybe Patrick never saw Richie as a target. So he never was watching his back in that instance. Oh, you mean the doctor? Or no, Patrick never saw. Okay, Patrick I never see what saw you're Richie yeah. as a target, so, so he, he didn't, never like, watched hide his himself. back. But with the doctor, he already knows like what to expect and how to hide his tracks. But I'm surprised, like if he just like ran into the FBI. Like, wouldn't you think if he's yelling Patrick, Patrick, like he? And I don't know. Like when we were watching the previews and everything, I'm like, but if you go to Patrick to warn him, like why did he just leave? the FBI building. I'm not making sense right now, but in my mind I have, like, all well, these thoughts. he left the, because he was like, oh, crap. And yeah. Like, this guy's an FBI. FBI. Oh, and I think this is what makes sense now. I think the reason why they could get in trouble is because now they're accessories to their crime. Why like, do you mean? Because now that they've met Max and they've met Saffron, who is a Maddie, and they've known them as their real person, they know their motives... As soon as they knew that information, they should have gone to the cops. But the fact that they haven't and they've done all of this behind, they've become accessories because they're enabling whatever they're doing. You're right. And I will say, uh, earlier tonight, I was just going on IMDb, and I have IMDb Pro. I'm not sure if IMDb, just the free one, is the same stuff. But tonight, I think for the first time, it said Patrick for Stephen Bishop. Patrick slash Patrick Campbell. It's the only one... Well, I mean, they do have Richard slash Richie, but the yeah. thing, the Patrick Campbell, I saw it tonight, and I go, hmm, why did they Why did they do that? Like, is he somebody else that we don't know about? Yeah, interesting. What, what do you mean, just because of the last name? Yeah, because everyone else, it you know, they have a first name, and this one, it says his first name, then a slash. Maybe he owns, like, Campbell Soups. Like I think I think he would have mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, No, he's in the FBI. So that I don't know the way it was written. It tipped me off just a little bit. Even though, like I said, it says Richard slash Richie, Mm -hmm. but I think this one specifically, where it says Patrick slash Patrick Campbell, Mm -hmm. was kind Mm -hmm. of an interesting. Like he's technically two separate people, obviously, because he's got his FBI character Mm -hmm. slash the person he actually is. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so Ezra, again, back to him, he gets these calls from his brother and his father has had a heart attack. And I think it, you know, we even hear again about the stuff his father has done. Not only does he have a woman on the side that he's had for years, but the his company, 
Mm-hmm. Also, what did he say? It's built on a stolen patent yes, idea. Yes, it's built on a stolen patent idea. So he's not a great guy. No. But now and he's a heart attack. Yeah, and I think that kind of is going to be, we're going to see that like Ezra struggle with figuring out whether this, if this information came out, it's only going to hurt his mom at this point. She's the only one that's really going to be damaged from this information because the brother can get over the information of his dad, you know what I mean? And so can he, but that's really going to hurt her because she's been such a, like a, a what do they, they call it? Like a matriarch, matriarch of the family? Yeah, matriarch of the family. Um, and so, it, and especially now that this has happened, he's might go about protecting it or letting the information. I can't figure out what he's going to do with that information, but... It definitely raises question. I mean, I'm kind of confused. I might even just confuse myself mm-hmm. talking around in circles about it. But Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, like I said earlier, this might be his way out in the sense that he can't be blackmailed anymore if his dad passes away. Right, but okay. They're doing this whole thing with the mom. She's such a mess. She's such mm-hmm. this. Long story short, I get that Ezra and his brother were working for his father. And yeah. it makes it very complicated. At the end of the day, I don't think this woman was a complete idiot or is a complete idiot. Yeah, so, like, maybe she She knew. Yeah, like, I don't understand why they're trying to protect her so much. Tell her the truth because it's doing her a disservice to not really know what's happening with anything. I mean, if it were me, I would have just gone to my mom and... Yeah, and just talked to her about it. And been like, oh, my God, this just happened to me and this is what she left me and now we are on the same playing field because... She, you know, you're a mother, you should, you're a strong woman, yeah. and we love you, and not only do I want to help you, I want to be honest with you, and I want to help this family. Yeah, I true, because... the mom would be able to handle it, maybe. I mean, think about it. Well, I mean, but if, if, if she were to know this information, <coughs> they could all kind of work around protecting it and protecting themselves for what was to come. I don't know, I, I kind of agree with what Sam's saying. Like, yeah. there's been so, like, secret upon secret, like, none of them really understood what was actually happening with Ezra. Mm-hmm. I think, but they did, they the dad, told the dad because he knew about the blackmailing yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. The dad so, told Ezra, like, you better not say anything. Remember that conversation? Yeah. And we didn't know about the patent stuff, and I don't know if Ezra did either. Mm-hmm. Did, I mean, I, I, it kind of seems like he did. I feel like he did. I think they talked about it briefly. I think they talked about the patent, and then, like, they, but they just showed the pictures, and I mm-hmm. think we got a little bit of a, I can't remember, but I, I kind of remember that being said, so I don't. Yeah, there was some shady business, regardless, going yeah. down in this family and with the company. But again, with a woman that has been with a man for decades and has had two like grown men with yeah. him, I'm sure that she knows that he has a wandering eye or, and that something's going on. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it's a disservice to the story and to her to just not go and tell her. And Ezra does go straight home, and he's upset. Of course, you know, he's your father. Yeah. Regardless, you're going to be upset about your father. Mm-hmm, so I, I think it's going. I'm going to get into this in predictions in a minute, but I think that this thing with Ezra's family will turn into something that uh, that will help move the story forward. Hopefully, mm-hmm. into a second season. But lastly, you know, we've talked about this. Richie Jules is telling Richie she's terrified. She does, you know, she doesn't want Maddie, Cece, whoever. She doesn't want her to get hurt. Yeah. And like, physically hurt. Yeah, she's, you know, and I thought that Richie was in the right. Go for it. Yeah. And he did, and then he finds out, yeah, Patrick is in the FBI. Yeah. 
I'm, I kind of think when this whole situation played out, it's kind of the whole thing of not telling anybody. They, they keep keeping this to themselves. But this could be their perfect opportunity to be like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. We don't really know, but our lives are at stake and yours might be at stake at this point. Like, I don't really know what's happening. And this could get them out of that whole scary situation. But at the same time, I think they have too many emotions towards Maddie to throw her under the bus like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you, do you... I, I agree. Do you think that there's any of them out of the three that would throw her under the bus? Um, Jules, if it had to be one. Yeah, mm. if it had to be one of them, I think it would be Jules, just because she's so emotionally riled up. I feel like it uh, could she did She did pull Richie back, though, at the end. Yeah, because yeah, she didn't want her to get thrown under, so I think, if anything, it could be Richie, because he had that last interaction, and she wasn't able to basically tell her tell him that she still loved him Mm -hmm, so I think it's it's, he has a little bit of resentment towards her because he was really heartbroken so I think if anything Ezra's still trying to figure it all out and I think that Richie's a little bit more um like he'll go after what he wants and so maybe this would be something that he would get some revenge on I don't I don't I don't know I mean obviously we still have so much to uncover in all these characters like their development hasn't even started yet so It'll be really intriguing to see where it takes them. Absolutely. On that note, let's get into some predictions. Let's do it. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Who wants to start, ladies? Okay, I will start with the fact that I think that Ezra is going to, contrary to whatever I've said, because it probably won't make sense to what I've said tonight, I'm like, you know, tying up the pieces. I think Ezra's going to be a piece to help Maddie. I think that they're kind of, what we've talked about is, I think that they're going to come together in like a force of action and help each other out. Um, And I don't necessarily think it'll be in like a love way, but I think it'll be something that she can help Ezra get out of whatever family situation he's in. And she can help her try to get out of this crazy situation and maybe somehow like, be herself as Maddie um going into other ends of the spectrum I think that Patrick um I like I don't know exactly what's going to happen with Patrick and Richie but maybe Richie might go to Patrick and like they'll have a talk about it but I I don't know I don't know I think my main one is the Ezra one because the ones I'm saying right now might contradict what I'm actually feeling when I see the next episode so I'll stick with that one for now okay Mina uh when Patrick takes uh, Maddie on vacation. I don't think it's going to be like one of those bachelor <laughs> tropical vacations. I think it's going to be a way of him cornering her, and there's going to be some sort of setup there. So mm. I think that it's just like if she, if Maddie doesn't say something soon and open up to him and be honest, I think that's the end of Maddie. Like jail time. Actually, I think. Time. Bouncing off of that, I think contrary to what you're saying that Maddie will actually tell him and come out about mm-hmm. it and he'll kind of be shocked that she's actually exposing this information yeah. so soon yeah I, I kind of I I know that she will eventually I just don't know if she's gonna do it in time right. that's like that's my biggest concern right now and also like it looks like she can't take the lies anymore because even earlier with Patrick um I think this was either last episode or the episode before that she told Patrick I don't want to tell you, I can't tell you blah, 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 because I want to be honest with you, and I can't mm-hmm. be honest with you if I tell you. So yeah. she she's all about honesty with Patrick, um, or just not 
telling the truth, but she, I don't think she, like, really lies to him up front. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, she is fooled. Yes. Like, she has fooled so many others. Um, Sadly, I don't think the Patrick, Saffron, Maddie relationship is real for him. Mm-hmm. And so I think that now that we've see this, seen this new Ezra, and I think his father is going to die, mm-hmm. and he quite possibly might be taking over his business and kind of come to heads with his brother oh. about it. And um, I like it. Yeah, and so he's going to be inheriting some money. And I do think we'll see the father again, maybe, very mm-hmm. briefly, and then he will pass away. But I think that he's growing to this new person, and Maddie is going to like that person. Because yeah. she already did. We said, of the three, she mm-hmm. still has that inklet, or had right. that inklet that connected her to him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's still a door open there, and maybe those two could be what we are calling the imposters. Because, again, it is plural. It's not imposter. Mm-hmm. It's that imposters, plural. And I forget what the poster looks like, you know, the, the billboards, everything, but one of them is pulling the other. I think it's Ezra pulling her. Mm. So, I don't know. I think there's a lot of telling what? stuff in that, which is really cool. I think that Sally will come back, and I think Max will go bye-bye. Yeah. And uh, Bye-bye in what way? Dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not that upset about it. And I still feel something, I don't know, between Ricky and Ricky, Richie and Jules, and I think that all these stories are going to come together, and somehow Ezra will save the day, but will end up going on a journey of um, being an imposter. Mm. And that is his new thing once he figures out who his family really is. So thank Love you all it. so, so much for tuning in. We're really loving the show and loving interacting with all of you, chatting about it. So for one more time, guys, where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Ali Nasta and on Instagram at Allie Girl. And if you're interested in any other after shows, be sure to tune in on Thursdays to watch Sun Records. This week we'll be recording at 10 p.m. And you can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. And don't forget to tune in to Judd Apatow's Girls every Sunday at 8 p.m. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43. I just want to thank Heather Lagos Designs. You can find them on Instagram for giving me this beautiful necklace. And you can find me on, ooh, The Originals, which is starting on Sunday. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 